welcome to another C3 Church Rockingham podcast. For more information about C3 Rockingham, please visit www.c3r.org.au. I want to jump straight in if that's okay and I'm going to go through a few portions of Scripture starting in James. James is kind of just going to capture the first thought because the title, the subtitle to my message is Take Another Look. And let me get started reading from the Passion Translation. It says, if you listen to the word and don't live out the message you hear, you become like a person who looks in the mirror of the word to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. You perceive how God sees you. I want you to notice that. You perceive how God perceives you in the mirror of the word, but then you go out and forget your divine origin. But those who set their gaze deeply into the perfecting law of liberty are fascinated by and respond to the truth they hear and are strengthened by it. They experience God's blessing in all that they do. Let's pray. Father, thank you today that as we look at your word, as we hear your word, that you would open our eyes to see, anoint our ears to hear, that God, you would empty me of me and that you would speak through me today so that your people could receive your word engrafted into their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. I know that when you've heard this scripture before, read this scripture before, one of the first things that you get as a understanding and revelation is that the Word of God is a mirror. And when you look into that mirror, you see where you're at. Unfortunately, I don't believe that that has been positive in all terms that God intended because the reality is that the Scripture says that when you look in the Word, you see yourself how God sees you and you are supposed to see Christ in you. And so today when I make this statement, take another look, I'm saying take another look in the mirror because it is my conviction, it is my belief as I've been discipled that when we look into the Word of God, it's not so much to see the flaws, it's not so much to see the dirt, but it's to see Christ in me, the hope of glory, to see myself the way that God sees me. And as I connect with that, the, the, the very nature of God can flow out. You know, it's not using the Word to show you the dirt, the wrong, but using it to see who you are in Christ. In Scripture, we see back in Ezekiel, in the Gospels and also in Revelation, we see this this revelation vision that comes to God's people about the four faces of God. And I wanna go back and have a look at it today as we look at this reality. In Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 10 to 12, you see where Ezekiel has a vision and he sees the living beings and he sees the face of a human, the face of a lion, the face of an eagle and the face of an ox. And so as we just look at that today in a few portions of Scripture, I don't know how you see yourself today, whether you see yourself as a man, I think we have a picture of a man, or you see yourself as a, a woman because you're a woman. When you see yourself in the Word, do you just see the human side of you? Do you just see the the man side, the woman side? Or or do you see the lion that God put on the inside of you? Do you see the lion that is 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 a king of the jungle, is extreme and supreme in strength and authority? Or do you see the eagle? that God put on the inside of you that is able to rise above and go beyond, that looks into the future, that begins to see and prophesy into the future? Or do you see the ox? 
that is peaceful and a plotter and is there to just keep working through the things that need to be working through. Because here's the reality, in the life of God that's been given to us, we are a lion, we are a man, we are an eagle and we are an ox. We have a tendency towards one of those. We have a tendency to say, well, I'm just human, I can't help it. We have a tendency to say, I'm kind of, God has made me an eagle and I am prophetic and I pray and I see and I discern and I saw. But the reality is when you read the account in Ezekiel, when Ezekiel had that vision, he's seen those four beings, those living beings, and it was a revelation of God. It was a facet of God. When you go through the Gospels, you see Jesus in the Gospels. In Matthew, we see the Messiah King or the Lion. He is a man of warfare, ready for the battle. He is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Judah. He symbolises supreme strength and kingship. I've got to slow down because I had too much coffee. But when you go into Mark, we see God's servant, the ox. Jesus said, I came to serve and not be served. We see this lowly side, the service side of Jesus. When you go into Luke, we see the Son of Man, literally the man or the second Adam. He was touched with the feelings of our infirmities. And then we come into John, we see the Son of God or the eagle, the eagle representing heaviness, heavenliness, divinity and mystery. He was filled with the fullness of the Spirit. Each Gospel tells a particular aspect of the face of Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you today in this thought, take another look. Because when we get down into the last part of this discourse in Ezekiel in a few moments' time, you're going to see that when Ezekiel had the vision, he had the vision of these beings with the four different faces. And he makes an incredible statement in there about the fact that they move forward without turning around. You know, in the book of Revelation chapter four and verse five, it says, this is the sevenfold spirit of God. In front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass, sparkling like crystal. In the centre and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with wings front and back. The first of these living beings was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third like a human face. And the fourth was like an eagle in flight. Can I encourage you this morning to take another look? Ezekiel 1 verse 15, as I looked at these beings, I saw four wheels touching the ground beside them, one wheel belonging to each. The wheels sparkled as if made of beryl. All four wheels looked alike and were made the same. Each wheel had a second wheel turning crosswise within it. The beings could move in any of the four directions they faced without turning as they moved. Without turning as they moved. When they flew upward, the wheels went up. The spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. So whenever the spirit went, wherever the spirit went, (laughs) thank you, Lord. Wherever the spirit went, the wheels and the living beings also went. When the beings moved, 
the wheels moved. When the beings stopped, the wheels stopped. When the beings flew, the wheels rose up for the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. When you move, God moves. As a lion, spiritually, when you draw upon that facet of God in your life, you go into battle and you win battles. Right now, like never before, our world is experiencing the dynamics of the spiritual battle that is going on. And I'm here to say to you this morning that your orientation may be towards the ox, which is a peaceful plotter. It's one that just wants peace and harmony. But I wanna say to you, maybe you've got stuck and find yourself not moving forward because right now you need to draw upon that facet of God that's on the inside of you that is a lion, that is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And there is a roar that needs to come out of you because there is a warfare battle that needs to be waged and we need to win it. Can I encourage you today that maybe it's time for the world to hear the roar that God put on the inside of you. You're not gonna win the battle by taking an ox to the wall. You've gotta take the lion that's ready to take on the challenge and win. Maybe right now that all you have been doing is out of that man's side of you and you constantly get to see the shortcomings and the, and, and the dirt and the problem that's going on in your own personal world. But I wanna say to you today that God has made you just like His divine nature of the eagle. He has made you in Christ a mystery and your identity has not changed because of your experience. Your identity has not changed because of a mistake that you have made. You are who you are in Christ. Take another look. Maybe you've stopped moving forward because you spent so much time in the zone, one zone and it's time to shift to another. It's incredible that the Scripture says that they move forward in any direction without turning around. He's moving forward as a man but he finds he gets to a place where he can no longer move forward and he has to turn to the eagle side and push into that place of prayer and pray through some things he hasn't been praying through and work through some things with God in his heart that he hasn't been working through because he knows who he is in Christ. Take another look. Take another look in the mirror. I, I tried to find it. I didn't get there in time, but there is that one out there. I've seen it before where there's this little cat you may have seen it. There's this cat looking into the reflection of a puddle in the water. And this is, you know, I'm not really into cats. It looks really cute on that one side. But as he looks into the water, this reflection that's coming back is a lion. And you've got to know that when you look into the mirror of the Word, you might feel like that little cute cat that maybe can't take on anything. But when you look into the mirror of the Word of God, you will see that God put a lion on the inside of you. And there might be a battle raging around that you think you can't get through. But I want to tell you today, greater is He that's in you than he that is in the world. Practically, when we get stopped in one direction, God always has another way forward. Take another look. Jesus will give you the power to push through. His heart is always to reach the broken in our world. Maybe you tend to be orientated like myself and it's been the push of a lion. It's been the fight of the battle and you find you've got to the fight and, and it's just, there's just no more. Then it's time to turn into that eagle facet that God has put on the inside of you. 
I love what we heard from Francia this morning about oxygen and just understand that you've done all you can do. You've pushed all you can push and it's now time to say, I've done all I can. I leave it to you, God. I'm going back to this sweet place with you and just get your presence on me. Just relax and enter into that place of faith where I just say, God is able to do the things that I cannot do. This morning, you need to know You might just think you're a man, but there's a lion on the inside of you. You might just think I'm just a woman, but there's a lion on the inside of you. You got to know today that that peaceful ox, you know, I was thinking about this. I was seeing this in, in in the realm of motherhood because I've often studied this in the zone of personality profiling because in the marketplace and in, in, in those areas, this is the one account they go back to. It's the earliest account that they refer to. But when you come away from that, you see that, you know, that, 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 that classic mum that is the nurturer, that is the homemaker, that is the peacemaker, that is the family person, that is who they are all the time. And, you know, you meet some, most of you all kind of wired this way as mums. You're just so nurturing and loving and kind. But you got to know, you you do anything to one of their children and you're soon going to meet the lion. You may have thought the lion was never in there, but I want to tell you, you touch one of her baby cubs, you're going to find that there's a lion inside. Are you with me? So as you look at this, the lion is ready for war. And we've got to be ready for war. You don't have to be so discerning today as you look at our world far and near to realise that we are in a battle and we can't afford to take the ox into the battle. We've got to take the lion. Before we go as a lion into battle, we must be eagles and rise up in the Spirit, in God, Seek God and say, God, what is it you would have me do? What is my position in this battle? What is the thing that you need me to do? Is it a place of surrender that you're calling me to? Is it a place of standing and having done all to stand, stand? Is Is it a time now just to fight and keep on fighting? Because God is able to bring us through and move us forward as you rise in the natural your spirit man will rise. As you move, God will move. Right now, can I pray with you, Father? I wanna thank you right now that Lord, as we pause in this moment, as we engage our hearts with you, I wanna thank you right now, God, that you sent your son to die on a cross for my sins, for our sins, so that we could find ourselves in a place of right standing with You so that, God, we could in this moment ascend into heaven and seek You, knock on doors and have doors open, seek You and find You, ask and receive. God, today, I pray that we would rise as a church into that place where we take another look in the mirror and see You for who You are and see ourselves through Your eyes. I thank You, God, today. In Jesus' name, can I land with this portion of Scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 16. Therefore, from now on, 
We regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Let me pause there. One of the greatest challenges you will find in a journey of Christ, following Christ, is that you are constantly being reminded of the old by the enemy. He is an artist in using tricks to constantly remind us of our past. I like what many preachers have said that have gone before me. When He reminds you of your past, you should stand up and remind Him of His future. You got to know today that this portion of Scripture that says that you became a new creation in Christ is true and it will never change. Regardless of your experience, regardless of your natural look in the mirror, can I encourage you today to take another look into the mirror of the Word of God and find yourself there. Verse 18 says, Now all things are of God. who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God, that Christ, sorry, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing their trespasses to them. He has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now all things are of God. He has committed to us the word of reconciliation. I know we use this word in this portion of Scripture for bringing people to Christ who are out of relationship with Christ. And that's true. But today, can I carefully ask you to consider another angle? For those of us that know that we're right with Christ from a salvation point of view, Can I call you to a place of reconciliation where you reconcile yourself with the lion? You reconcile yourself with the eagle. You reconcile yourself with the ox. The ox is the worker that plods along that wants peace. The lion definitely is king of the jungle. It reflects the fact that God has put a strength inside of us even when we feel like we're weak. It is there if we draw upon the Christ within us. And the ox, I found myself pushing into that part of me that God has put on the inside that is an ox, that no matter what's going on on around, stay in a place of peace. Keep doing the things I've got to do. Plot along day by day, although I want to be 15 miles ahead of where I am right now. I'm just going to take the next step. I'm just going to do the next thing. Are you with me? Because that is what I need at this point in time. I can't move forward anymore as a lion. Got to stop fighting the battle. I got to go to the place of peace and just do that next thing in front. I got to take time out to rise and soar as an eagle above the storm and see into heaven, see the future. I want to call you back to that place. Take another look. You're not just a man just a woman. 
You're a Christ man, a Christ woman. I feel awkward and uncomfortable always having to say man and woman because of the politically correct world we live in. But you've got to know in Scripture, it's not male or female, it's just man. You're a woman or you're a man, but you're a man. Are you with me? I mean, ladies, the Bible refers to me as a bride of Christ, so it's okay. If this word has touched your heart, as I pray right now, I'm just going to ask God to give you fresh eyes to take another look. Father, I thank you right now that as we look into this perfect law of liberty, God, I pray that we'd come to this understanding. The very reason that Jesus was sent to earth to have a human experience was so that he could be touched with the feelings, God, of our infirmities, our shortfalls, so that the sacrifice could be made, pleasing you and allowing us to rise into that place that you called us. God, help us to see as you see that when we look into the mirror, we see Christ in us, the hope of glory. This is the end of the podcast. For more information about C3 Rockingham, please visit www.c3r.org.au or call us on 9524 5055.